Okay. Okay. So welcome to our holiday special. For those people with children. Oh yeah. We may be talking about adult Christmas things. So you may want to check the you may want to listen to it before you share. Amarilis, you made it sound you're making it sound adult Christmas. You're making it sound so like it's about sexy Christmas. (laughs) Maybe it's about sexy Christmas. Oh, that's a whole new questionnaire. I just wrote all these questions. Just kidding. Ho, ho, ho. I am wise, I am strong. I am loved, I am here. Welcome to I Am Here, a podcast where two lovely ladies, that's right, we're lovely. Uh, We share the healing, (laughs) share the stories, share the love, and we share the fact that Amarilis just made a book. Oh, wait, what? Oh, I thought Amarilis you were going to say it's Christmas. It is Christmas. Merry gonna... Christmas by Amarilis' book. Tell us about it. The fact that you could fill it out. Listen, I don't I don't like this right now, but I'm going to do it because I got yelled at earlier by mm-hmm. my, my lovely cl- cousin, Gabriela. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, your book. It's lovely and it's a great uh, present for people. Wait. Or for yourself. The fact that look, okay, I I worked on the ebook for several months and it kicked my butt. Um but the fact that it's fillable, I'm excited about because I was trying to figure that out and I was like, yeah, I did it. And then I downloaded it on my computer and it wasn't fillable on my computer. Mm. But but I have evidence other people downloaded it on their phone and they fill it out. Yep. That was really dope. So that's, that's what I'm excited really about. Cool. So yeah, no, it's, I share some of my stories with self-care, imperfect self-love and care. Um, and then there's, there's some worksheets and ideas and tips and things like that, um, that you can practice yourself if you so choose to. Yeah. If you don't want to, don't do it either. You do what you want. Let 2023 be your year with Amarilis's book. And what is it called? It is called From Stuck to Empowered Self. Wait, nope, nope, nope. That's not what it's called. <laughs> it's called From Stuck to Empowered a Mental Health Counselor's Confessions and Self Love Strategies. That's so good. I'm so excited. Ah, you can use this as a template for your next year yes or you know day or life week or month whatever you choose you know it's supplement supplement like your vitamins (laughs) (laughs) come get your vitamins with amarilis (laughs) wow interesting Uh, we will provide a link to uh where you can purchase it um down in the in the descriptions in the show notes yeah you can go um to instagram if you follow me on instagram it is on my link in bio um it's also what is it my shopify.com slash amaryllis garcia so there you go okay you did it you did the thing i'm proud of you now i feel yucky why well you should i think it's (laughs) i feel like ick but Mm. But it's okay because we're going to talk about Christmas and it's going to make you feel better. <laughs> it's less than, like, it's just a few days away. So if you're like me, 
may the odds be ever in your favor in <laughs> Christmas shopping. Oh no. <laughs> you know, my, okay. I know we're going to get to this later, but I cannot, I can't stand like how packed everything is right now because of Christmas. Like I went to target the other day and I wanted to throw up. <laughs> well, you always want to throw up when you're in stores. Not anymore. I mean, kind of, it depends on the day, but I was like there and then there were so many people. I was like, people, like, ah, people, people, more than usual. And then their driving is really crazy. But anyway, we'll get to that. So Listen, I experienced that for sure. Um, but no, I'm excited. I enjoy Christmas time. I'm ready to, to just be, you know? Um, so Christmas is when I'm excited about our talk today for those people with children oh yeah um you might want to share this um you want to hang out with us and talk that's great um but we may be talking about adult christmas things so you may want to check the you may want to oh. listen to it before you share Amarilis, it kids, you made it sound you're making it sound like christmas gonna, you're making it sound so like it's about sexy christmas <laughs> It, maybe it's about sexy Christmas. Oh, that's a whole new questionnaire. I just wrote all these questions. Just kidding. But no, just be mindful. Just be mindful if you want to listen to this. And then if you want to share it with the kids, great. If you don't want to share it with the kids, that's your business. We're not going to, we're not going to judge you. Yeah. Yeah. That's up to you. You want to do the little things? We got some questions. We're going to talk about our stories with Christmas, share with each other, Kind of just share our memories and our highlights and what we enjoy about Christmas just because it's the holiday time. So we don't yeah. want. Okay. Have you seen where they were saying that Santa's reindeers are all female? No. Are they? Male reindeer. Um, they, they shed their, their antlers in the winter. Wait. And rain, like reindeer are the only deer that both male and female grow antlers. The male reindeer shed their antlers in the winter. So it's Santa, who's pulling Santa's sleigh? <gasps> it's oh. the women's. Oh my gosh. Wait, when you say shed their antlers, they, they just come okay. out? That's gross. Yeah. Well, <laughs> from what I saw, you watch a video that, on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me in my in my geeky nerdy oh stuff. And like they were to attract ah. the women, so like they, they they shed their antlers. Women, the the females, um, keep their antlers until after they give birth. So like they shed them in the spring. Um, wow. That's cool. Shed them. Mm -hmm. I wanna... But there, there's this other there's this other theory that Santa is not so mean that he would have pregnant females <sighs> pulling mm. his sleigh. That seems not okay. Mm -mm. Hello, Benicio. Thank you. Uh, Amarili says Benicio. He is this going to be like, what he bring you? He brought me Claritin. Thank you so much. Because I've been sneezing a lot. Um, but also, there is a package 
Oh my gosh, this feels like Blue's Clues. Guys, this is amazing. This is a perfect unpacking and perfect episode for promotion for everyone. Because I purchased this lovely shirt from I love Alecha Druet's shop. Look at how beautiful this is. Look at how, give me a the second. I'm gonna I love it. it. I'm gonna okay, put it well, on. what's the other stuff? Okay, put it, put it on. I love that shirt. It's so good. Oh. This is so soft. Oh my God. She was not trying to get no janky clothes. She's like, I want it to be good quality. Oh, it looks so comfortable. Is it cute? I love it. Oh, it reminds me of my grandpa. It definitely looks like your grandpa. It's his papa. Oh, and his gallos. Is this a new segment to the podcast where Leo Gilberto just comes in and just drops something off in your room and just gives you like, last time it was pancakes, yeah. now you got a Claritin. <laughs> and then we just like show it off and we talk about it for like a side tangent for a while. A visit from Theo Gilberto, all you see is his hands. <laughs> he has a lot of really dope um outfits and gear and apparel and like the aprons and just stickers i love it yeah <laughs> sorry then, my dog is going crazy oh it's okay for all the people who can't see uh i just received a package with this adorable shirt it says puerto rico on the side and then it has this this like older man and he's just smoking his cigar like in the corner with his little hat and he has chickens and he has a chicken on his head and uh, if you want to see it, you should definitely check it out. It's Alecha Druet. Yes. At Alecha Druet. And or you can visit her. It's on, she has her website too. It's www.alechadruet.com. Yeah. Um, we'll put it in the show notes too. But my ebook, she helped me design the cover of it. <gasps> wow. She's so talented. If you're like us, this is, an, this is another thing. If you're like us, and you celebrate Three Kings Day. Oh, yeah. Okay? If you celebrate that. Los Reyes Magos that come January 6th, you can order the apparel and then get it by the time the Three Kings come. Okay? Because mm. we have Christmas and we have Three Kings Day because our Christmas is the longest lasting Christmas in all the world. If you didn't know Puerto mm -hmm. Ricans, Christmas lasts longer than anybody. All right. So yes. if you love Christmas, go visit PR and you'll have mm -hmm. Christmas from November until almost March. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. enjoy your Christmas. <laughs> almost March. <laughs> I'm a little bit exaggerated, but oh, it really guess. does. It does really go into like, we January. don't put down oh, the tree until later. We put it up early and we don't put it down. But if you don't celebrate Three Kings Day, you might as well celebrate Three Kings Day. Yeah. January 6th, it's, it's biblical, okay? The Three Kings came and offered gifts to baby Jesus. It just makes sense that we would celebrate that. Exactly. And why wouldn't you want to take advantage of the after Christmas holiday sales, okay? After Christmas, all the gifts are marked down. Just buy the gifts, help the three kings out. Yep. They get the discount and then you get your gifts. You put them under the bed because the kings, they leave the presents under the bed. Yep. It's just, you leave, instead of milk and cookies, you just got to leave some grass and some water for their camels. Yeah. Because but you know they've what? traveled so far. What? 
It's just I, beautiful. Okay, this is so funny because I know the three kings usually come under the bed, but there have been times that the three kings- <laughs> Wait, can you rephrase that? Can you please? <laughs> I know that the three kings usually leave presents underneath your bed. Uh, but, <laughs> but I, uh, have had many times where I go into the, under the tree or like by the fireplace or something like that. And there's, for some reason, for me, it was always different because the three Kings would leave it in garbage bags, <laughs> all of the gifts in garbage wow. bags. They and said, look, we're efficient. I mm -hmm. used to leave out water and a little bit of grass for the baby Jesus <laughs> because I didn't, at first like for the first few years of my life I didn't know Santa was real <laughs> I mean okay. I, what I mean by that is like I didn't yeah 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 that wasn't who brought you gifts yeah I was always told that I just realized I said Santa's real <laughs> well Santa oh. is real like he really is though um yeah <laughs> he I is mean, I know the santa. idea of how of of what santa is may have changed for you but santa is real that's why i phrased it the way i did in the document where it says not the way you thought but he's real i didn't know about santa for the first few years of my of my life he wasn't so, the one that brought you the presents no he wasn't because whenever i would go to open a present on Christmas, it would say from El Niñito Jesus. So my like little brain was like, oh yeah, the baby Jesus is strong because he's God. So a little baby came and brought me all the gifts. <laughs> so I would leave out like water sometimes and I would leave out like uh, some dry grass for his donkey because <laughs> he didn't. Tell me more. I didn't know about this part. I know, I know, like in Mama's, like in our, like my paternal grandma, but your maternal grandma, like in our grandma's side, mm -hmm. um, the presents came from a niñito Jesus. Mm -hmm. But in my home and my and my maternal grandmother's side, it came from Santa. So I never experienced what you're talking about with a niñito. Really? Uh -uh. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It so was I don't so know. I don't know how you prepared. And, and I don't know how you prepared for a Niñito Jesus coming to leave you presents. Did you have to do this horrible uh, tradition? Um, for Advent, we had like a baby Jesus. Um, and then he What's was just Advent? Like, Advent is when you, uh, the time before Christmas, like the four weeks before Christmas, when you're preparing for Jesus to be born in your heart. But so there's like the preparation of... Right. We celebrate Christmas and it's a reminder religiously for us yeah. of Jesus's second coming, you know, of, of preparing mm -hmm. for, for God's um, arrival and, and preparing more of our spirit and our soul. And Advent is that kind of time, the four, four weeks before we celebrate Christmas to um, meditate, to reflect, to pray, to prepare our hearts, our souls, and our lives for just Jesus. It's you just a reminder. You are so good at description right away. Like you can just describe something like, Así bien I'm like, that's great. I'm like, Advent is, is time before baby Jesus. <laughs> I love the arms that is like, 
I mean, I'll sponge, just say the SpongeBob the, arms. The people listening on on any other platform, thank you for your support, but you're missing out if you're not <laughs> seeing us on YouTube because I'd be doing some crazy stuff. It's, um, it's a different experience. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So this thing for Advent. I think I'm remembering it wrong. I feel like I gotta ask. You have baby Jesus, like a statue of baby Jesus. And then he is in like a wooden, um, like a wooden manger, uh, not manger, que eso? It, I was just going to say cradle. Cradle. Like, is it, is yeah. it a cradle? No, it's a crib. Does it have a cradle? Is cradle a noun or a verb? <laughs> I think it's both. I think it's both. Okay. So anyway, baby Jesus is in a wooden bed. Bed. <laughs> baby. <laughs> he has little pajita. So he has like hay in the, in, in it. And then um every time I was bad or we did this is horrible I don't recommend doing this with any child um every time the child does something wrong like we did something wrong uh and it was like really hurtful we had to take a piece of hay out of Jesus's crib because it hurt him (laughs) religious trauma oh no uh yeah (laughs) yeah so that's like something we had to do and I don't recommend doing that because then you start associating like uh, like child behavior just misbehaving yeah with with punishing God God. and making him uncomfortable in his little hay bed that's our oh wow so I definitely will not pass that down to my children. Our like, parents I'm, really did the best they could. They were just making it up as they were going. They I were, know. I'm proud. You know, I'm very, I'm very thankful for my parents. I love them so, 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 so much. And I am thankful for all they've given me. And I think that they really helped me grow in my faith. But Mira, don't do that. <laughs> I, don't do that. that I give that okay. experience a zero out of 10. <laughs> like, so you had to on Christmas give back the hay. Is that why you were giving baby Jesus grass? Is no. Oh. Every time we did something that was really, really, really outstandingly good, then we would put a hay back. <laughs> oh Lord. Thinking about how I remember hearing somewhere. And I don't think it was my parents. I think it was probably Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that getting to heaven or, or like doing things, like misbehaving or sinning or not sinning was like, you're living a good life and you're going up the stairs to heaven. And then anytime you sin, you take a step back. So like you're going up and down these stairs. And I was thinking about that metaphor recently. And I'm like, that's a terrible metaphor because we don't earn that. There are things that, we can do like act in love and be in love but it's not an earning of heaven we're given that by grace you know and and when we do things it's because it's a overflow of love not because I'm trying to earn my way heaven or I'm earning God's love it's an overflow of God's love that's coming through so yeah that's that's what my (gasps) was coming from I'm like it's the whole teaching of I earn God's love and it's not how it yeah. works. Well, it's and not teaching that. Maybe that's just how I, I learned. That's what I 
I think, okay, so I think the purpose of it obviously is not to teach it that, but the thing is, that's how everybody's going to interpret it, uh, especially if you're a child. Well, maybe that's, not. That's just how I interpret it. Maybe I mean, interpret it as I know a lot of people else. that interpreted it like that. And also, like, it's actually feeding into the misconception that Catholics are only earn uh heaven like like just by their actions just which by is, acts which is not true it's not actually what we believe so it's that's like not crazy. yeah that's not the church yeah, right? right but i i talk i remember talking to mommy and to theo like when uh, i was there visiting you guys and i was talking about that with them too of like um going to church and some of the teachings like sitting there and listening to god's word and ha- receiving the eucharist and communion like that's that to me is like the the core right of right, yeah. receiving the word and receiving uh like that communion the eucharist and and being in that right and receiving the spirit and god and, and connecting with community in that right but i have this is my personal challenge um like i see some of the opinions of others like sometimes people who have really good will your your heart is good and we're a community and what you're adding it's commentary yeah i appreciate uh the uh the thought behind it but also i'm gonna take it with a grain of salt and be like mm, okay i know <laughs> let's not do that yeah so i didn't like that part of advent slash christmas i was like feeling so bad for baby jesus all the time so um, much guilt good old this is what they talk about with the good old catholic guilt this is catholic guilt <laughs> I don't like that that's actually even a term. I'm like, man. Man, unfortunately, it had to be a term because there was just so much of it. <laughs> they had to it give it a name. didn't teach us that. <laughs> I hate Hallmark Christmas movies, but I also love them. Because that's the thing. It's like, we all know they're cheesy, but we keep coming back. I know. It's so bad, but also it's just so fun to make fun of. And it's so like, it's like gives me a vibe that I need while I'm doing something. I think it it offers us some weird sense of comfort. Yeah, because it's just com- it's like part of tradition. It's almost like the ugly sweater tradition has become like it's just I love it's ugly just part sweater of it. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas memory? <laughs> what is my favorite Christmas memory? Yeah, I, <sighs> I don't, don't have, have one. Yeah. It's like a blur, but. Christmas memories that are enjoyable and my tops. I I love parrandas. Yes. Oh, they're so good. Parrandas like fill my heart and my soul. Like right. there's I, I can't describe the feeling. Like I'm feeling it right now. It's just so much excitement and joy and mm-hmm. like love and warmth and chaos. Yeah. Chaos. I yeah, I love it- the chaos of it. I love the chaos and the jumping around. I get, I think this is what it is. Okay. Now that I'm describing it, I'm thinking it taps into like a part of me that is not really out a lot. Like it taps almost into like my core raw Amarili self that if there was no societal like rules, it almost taps into that part of me that is just completely free. I mean, it really does make sense because you just look like you're in your element at a parranda. For people who don't know what a parranda is, it is Go ahead, a, describe it. It's based, okay, that's the thing. I tried to describe it to my American <laughs> boyfriend. So uh, it's it's kind of, I don't want to say it's caroling because it's literally not caroling. It's Puerto Rican tradition oh. where you get together with your friends, right? And then you know, oh, like, 
I'm gonna go to this person's house and we're gonna sing. I don't know how to describe this. And then like you, we're gonna go to this person's house. You know Maybe when you when know. the parranda start? After Thanksgiving? Yeah, girl, that same night. <laughs> I was like Thanksgiving and the same day. That's when it's like that's when our season starts. Has started. My senior presentation was literally on parandas in high school. Like my last like capstone like whole like present like forty minute presentation was on parandas. I love and it. I, Can I see it? Can you give me that presentation? I I, I just think I still have it somewhere, but I I I want to find it because I had Mama Jamonita talking about it, and mm. I like. And I had um, Titi Calmin too. And then I had like little, um, like the translation of what they were saying in English. Um, That's such a beautiful project. It was so fun. And then I actually brought a bunch of like our cousins to my school. I don't know how they got past the main office. Like my teacher was like, just bring them in. And I'm like, they could be murderers, but they were like, okay, no, go ahead. And then they- It's Christmas, who cares? Yeah. And then I brought empanadillas. Uh, and I put them, sorry, patelillos or whatever you call them for. Well, people them. know for the most, like people know empanadas and like we all, yeah. everybody has some kind of meat pastry term. Yeah. So, so we empanadillas, patelillos, empanadas, whatever you call exactly. it. Exactly. So I, I put them in the room. Everyone smelled it. So they were paying attention to me because they knew they were going to get it if they paid attention because I told them that. And then um, yes. I went to, I literally hid all of my cousins, not all of them, but like I put the, the musician cousins in another room. They had all their instruments and I was like, just stay here. I'm going to be, somebody's going to give you a cue. So then I told one of my friends in the class, like go to, uh, to this room, knock on the door when I say this. So I'm presenting and then she gets up pretending she's going to the bathroom she goes to get them and I always I was talking about the element of surprise while I was explaining it and then they came in and they screamed Asalto! and here's here's how it's not caroling okay so carolers come in and there's they they respect boundaries carolers <laughs> are outside they're not screaming and they're singing and they're singing in their most angelic voices and they're singing songs that are very godly and spiritual and just like oh nice in puerto rico parrandas may be similar in some aspects in that there are people outside singing but asalto what gabriela just said our cousin shared literally translates to assault we are musically assaulting you and your ears yeah and we are coming she didn't mention this barandas generally are a nighttime event it's dark you are sleeping you're getting ready to go to bed and then or you are in bed usually you may be in bed already you may be actually knocked the heck out and then your neighbors or people around are outside and you wake up startled by the noise of people yelling Asalto! and you have guitars and drums and sometimes trumpets if you have them yeah. violins have been part of this Trombones. or you yes yeah and they are singing at the top of their lungs knocking on your door and they're usually ringing not your in doorbell. key <laughs> not in key you know yeah. and what happens is if you 
have a lapse of judgment and you open the door <laughs> for real we all come in as a gang of people with our music to entertain you and we are dancing and singing and singing songs that are about eating all of your food and drinking all of your rum because that is what we will be doing and then you will be serving us and we will be eating and we will be drinking as we're singing and dancing for hours and hours and hours and when we're tired of this place or we've eaten all that you have to offer we will go to the next house and you generally decide to come because you had so much fun already. You're joining the parranda and you, you don't want to be the host even if anymore. You have no musical. Yeah. You're, and, and you want to now extend this yeah. grace of assaulting people to <laughs> other people. So generally, we a parranda will start maybe with a small group. And then as you go house to house to house to house, by the end, it's a large, like chaotic orchestra of very well fed and drunken people who are just happy yeah um oh my god yes that's Girl. a parranda because yeah. i have to i have to clarify because latino Amer latino americanos like parranda means something else parranda in a lot of other like, spanish-speaking countries is a party literally but parranda a party. in puerto rico <laughs> yeah my uh my dominican friend uh kelvin i told him like oh my gosh uh, I was talking to him about like Puerto Rican parandas and when I started it I was like uh oh, we do parandas and then like he like looked at me and he goes oh yeah yeah paranda and I was like yeah yeah and then he was like and then I was like explaining I was trying to I was like no pero es diferente and then he like looks at me and he's like ¿Qué es eso? and I'm like explaining it and he goes oh como posada and I'm like no eso diferente and he's okay, like okay a posada can you describe what a posada is it, I don't even really understand what it is. It sounds from what I understand, because this is not our culture. But a posada is they go house to house, but they're praying. <laughs> it's not funny. It's so nice, but also it's beautiful, it's beautiful. because it's like oh, it's, it's almost different. like for them a posada. For in in I don't know if they celebrate in other places, but I know Mexico celebrates posadas it's like a memorial or like a uh honoring of mary and joseph going house to yeah house he was explaining shelter. that yeah. so they go house to house and they pray mm -hmm. like to jesus and stuff that's so nice um <laughs> and that's not what's happening in parrandas that's exactly why i'm parrandas, laughing we are we're, we are we are really like some of our songs is like they make no sense but they come from are inappropriate i'm trying to think i'm just thinking i'm thinking i'm trying how to translate no queremos ron ni tampoco brandy lo que queremos es el salón para el baile right so we don't want rum we don't want brandy what we want is the hall so that we can dance right like it's, it's all about drinking and eating it, like and really dancing is. it was so normal for us to listen to this as kids and like sing along um that it wasn't until I was in high school that I was like wait a minute and then I like turned to Luigi I'm like this song's about drinking and he goes they're all about drinking I'm like not all of them it's funny because I didn't realize that either that they were 
like you said, inappropriate, quote unquote, inappropriate. Yeah. They're not. It's They're not a culture. It's, like- it's, it's, our, it's a culture. Like, how is it a culture inappropriate? But no. when I went to high school and my Spanish teacher was like, oh, let's do parrandas from, um, we, we would go each, um, to each Spanish classroom and we had our little maracas. That's really and cute. I love and that. Yeah, it was cute because it was it was the nice version. Instead of us stealing their food, we would go and take our food with them and be like, she censored the <laughs> the, um, the lyrics. So when we would go to their rooms uh, and we would sing, si no me dan de bebe el lloro, si no me si dan no de, de bebe el lloro, lloro, which translates to, if you don't give me to anything to drink, like if you don't give me, which is like alcoholic beverages, if you don't give me something to drink, I'm going to cry. And instead of, si no me dan de beber, she said, si no me dan de comer. She's like, so it, instead of, if you don't give me to something to drink, I will cry. She changed it to, if you don't give me something to eat, I will cry. I'd rather do that one, honestly, because um, I think the food is the best part. <laughs> Other than the music and the camaraderie, the, like the, the food is so good. Uh, I was born in the U.S., and so I've only known, like, experienced, like, fake barandas, right? So, like, the people know. Why fake? Why are they fake? Because they know we're coming. <laughs> like, they usually kind of know. They have a sneaking suspicion that we might come. So they all have all, I mean, okay. they have all this good food already. And sometimes we just go to parties. Oh, my gosh, my That's favorite thing. True. My favorite thing is, like, okay, vamos a parranda, and it's, like, Christmas Eve, and so, like, we're literally going to every single person's family's party, so we're, like, yeah, vamos a casa de este, este y lo otro, and I'm, like, oh, so then we just, like, we literally crash people's parties, like, people that we don't know, like, other people know them, but one person in the group, it's my favorite part. Yeah, so imagine a group of, like, 20 people. Yes. 25 people one person in that group is like, let's go to Joe's house because Joe is my friend from work or he's a (laughs) a cool guy. So I, this one person knows Joe and then we go to Joe's Christmas party, all 25 of us with music and loudness and expect you to feed us. It's so bad. Like I was great. Bro, I was explaining this to my very uh, American, like Irish boyfriend. And I was like explaining this to him. And he was like, so confused and terrified because I was like very aggressive about it because like, I love barandas. So I was like, listen, yeah, I was like, listen, you haven't gone to one yet. But we do this every year. And the the two and a half years we've been together, we haven't done it. But that's not normal. And I told him, it's not normal because of COVID, but we're doing it. And like, I told him, I was like, and you're going to experience it. And he's like, what is it? And then I- He's going to love it. And I explained it to him. And he looked so scared because I was like, you're going to sing along. And he's like, I've never been to a Spanish class. Like, he's like, I- Okay, can I tell you? (laughs) Okay, can I tell you? Because I remember when it switched because you were born in the states i was Mm -hmm. born in pr but Mm -hmm. um i moved to the states when i was really young so when the family was doing parrandas we were doing it like they traditionally did it in puerto rico for those who don't know puerto rico is in a tropical loving warm climate it is a tropical place we moved to pennsylvania i don't know why it just so happens it was really a poor choice, poor judgment, but 
our family did this and we had no control over it right so they they moved to pennsylvania and it just so happens to snow and have freezing temperatures in december around christmas time where we generally do our parrandas mm -hmm. so when they came from puerto rico with the traditions of puerto rico we would go house to house without letting them know we were coming. We would stand outside their door at night and Theo would be playing his guitar out in the snow when it's freezing and we would be out there for several minutes. Our noses were red, our limbs were falling off and people were not answering the door, okay? Oh. And then the worst part was the instruments would be out of tune because in the cold, they they can't like it it, it goes out of tune so yeah. and that's when snap. like in, in a string snap uh, after years of being outside and not being allowed in we devised a new tactic um my we still try to have the element of surprise because it's really important so my i remember when they started doing this so it took years um they started then calling like oh we're going to mari's house okay um you got her number and we would call oh. and we prank call. We would, before we would leave, because we didn't have cell phones really, we would call and before we would leave, would answer and be like, hello, and we'd click. And then we would go over there because we knew they were home. So it was for our, our comfort, we would call to see if they were there, but we didn't let them know we were coming. So then they started to pick up, they're like, oh, if somebody calls us in, a, in like at nighttime, ooh, 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 it's, they're coming, get ready. But then as years progressed, our uncle, who kind of coordinates this became nicer and was yeah. just like I think also became tired of going house to house yeah uh, I always just classified the barrandas that I've been to as fake barrandas because of the fact that they're we very call. real like because I'm like oh man I probably don't know crap about real parrandas i'm not a real puerto rican so we have done parrandas where and there's even songs like this okay um where we had like we would take our cups and our like a fork and stuff and we oh. would make and we would pretend that's the guido and we would have oh. the sticks and we would have our own little makeshift instruments and we took that to Theo Elbing actually that's and he so was so cute. happy because oh. he wasn't expecting it and he was like I take everybody a parrana and I never got one yeah. this is the best thing ever and then what happened after that he joined us and we went to other place, places yeah. so there is still the element of surprise sometimes over here like in florida we we looked up some of the um some of the lyrics some of the songs we created little like um song books and we had one of my sister's um friends was from canada she never even knew what a puerto rican was like she never oh. heard of puerto ricans she just it's just didn't, she, it didn't, didn't exist she did it <laughs> She just didn't know because it's not part of her culture. So she didn't know what Puerto Ricans were. That's crazy. And she didn't realize that people here in the States actually can, you know, know enough Spanish. Like people know terms like casa and things like that. She had no idea. She's like, oh, why do people know so much Spanish? Right. That's so simple things like that. Right. Um, but when we talked to her about what Barranas were and we showed her, she fell in love. Right. And she's Aww. like, I want to do that. We gave her the song, uh, the song little like a book that we created. And she literally was studying Spanish so she could sing these songs. That's Just really like those cute. couple of weeks. 
where she was watching like children's, uh, she was watching children's uh, Spanish shows to learn. That's yeah, so wild. she could learn the pronunciation and then do That's really legal. cute, though. And she was That's singing with us. Right there. <laughs> so Danny so... could do it. I'm just saying. I told him he can do that. And then he was like, I don't know how to read. Because I was like, I kept saying to him because I didn't realize. Like, I was like, you're, I'm going to give you a paper. He got it. He'll be, he'll like, be fine. I'm going to give you a paper. And he just looked at me like, um, and I kept interrupting him like, this is my culture. And he was like staring at me like, like all scared. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And at the end of it, he goes, and he interrupted me, babe, but I don't know how to read Spanish. I've never taken a Spanish class. I don't even know what half those words. It's okay. Um, he just has to hold on to it and, and sing along. That's all. And he can take the maracas or he could just do his two step side side, just clap. That's all you need to do. We need extra voices. That's it. It's so funny. It. Anyways, but that yeah. was a long answer. Wow. I haven't had a parranda. Listen, just make one up. We literally did it in, in um, we literally did it at our work. Why? Because we felt like it. And we, we crashed uh, our meeting. They were expecting us, but we came in with a basket full of school instruments. So it was kind of like Christmas and trick or treat, like <laughs> where we passed then we gave that we passed the basket they could have their instruments and then they could just like clap or play they didn't know the words but they all had to all they they were included you know they were playing along it was your favorite christmas memory one of my favorite christmas memories okay not my favorite because i have a lot and you covered a lot of it but like um one of my all-time favorite christmas memories is and it's only in retrospect because at the moment it was scary. It's, no, I was like nine. I was like on the fence about Santa. I was like, everyone's mm. saying like Santa's not real. And like, I'm weird because I still believe in him. And I'm like, maybe he's real. Maybe he's not. And then I went to sleep and I said, okay, I'm going to listen for Santa. And I fell asleep. Then I woke up to like a bang. And I was like, Santa. And then I, I looked up. And I was like, what, what happened? And then like, I ran over to the door and I opened the door and then I heard shuffling in the, in the living room. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then I start, I ran into like my parents' room and I jumped on the bed and my mom was in bed and I put, I like went right next to her and I was like, oh my God. And I told her, I was like, I don't know. And then when I was running, I literally heard a man voice go, ho, ho, ho. So I'm like, oh my God, Santa's real. And I jump on the bed and my mom's like, I start like almost crying. My mom's like, ¿Qué, qué, qué te pasa? Si todo bien. Ah, Santa Claus, no te preocupe. <laughs> like, she's like, don't worry, it's Santa. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay. I didn't register. My dad wasn't in bed. <laughs> you were too scared to notice that he was gone you had your mom and then like so many years later I like I asked my dad I was like or not my dad I was telling him of the story because like I still could not explain it because it sounded so real and everything and then as I was telling him he just stares at me and he's smiling and then I was like yeah it was so crazy Santa was there and I was I was 20 years old telling him this and I'm just like I don't I know I don't he's like I'm like I know Santa is not like actually like a physical person that comes to give us gifts and I'm like but like I remember this and it's like and my dad's there smiling at me and he goes you're like I'm not crazy and he goes oh no 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 te preocupes yeah, Santa Claus. and then he just turns around to do something and then he goes 
ho, 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 with the exact same tone of voice. And I'm like, it was you. It was you all along. And he was like, you are torn. It was Sarah. I was like, no, but I couldn't explain it. And he goes, I wasn't in bed. <laughs> I was like, that is the that. cutest thing. I love your dad. He's so fun. I love him so much. You hear that, puppy? I love you. <laughs> Bring me more things. Thing. Thank you. <laughs> What's your favorite part of Christmas as a kid? My favorite part of Christmas. As a kid, I was going to say it's the same thing. Like as an adult, I really love the parranas. I really oh. always enjoyed it. Like it was so, it's it's so nice. Like it's a whole different level of energy. I was thinking this. Okay. Um, the other day I was sad, right? Present day. The other day I was sad. And I was just like, man, like I couldn't pinpoint what it was. And then my brain like transported itself because it wasn't I I guess I'm doing some some parts work in therapy so it's just like Mm -hmm. recognize is my adult feeling and when is it like a younger side of me um feeling it and I was feeling sad and I was like my I was like what the heck like I'm just sad okay like I could be in this and it was a younger part of me um and I was like what's gonna help me feel better because I've been doing all the things was gonna help me feel better and then I had this memory of when I was really sad as a kid, um, even if it wasn't Christmas season, um, the only thing that would soothe me was the Chipmunks Christmas album. The Chipmunks <laughs> Alvin Christmas. and Chipmunks. Me, I want a hula hoop. Yes, the Chipmunks really? Christmas song. Oh oh, that was my damn. Like I would be crying, boohoo crying. And then they would go and put the cassette on because they're like, they're like, they had had it. They had no idea how, what to soothe me. They would put the cassette on and they would play it. And I would hear ding, 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 ding. And I would be mad because I didn't want to feel, I didn't want to feel better. <laughs> but once they started saying Christmas, Christmas time is near time for, I couldn't help but stop being sad. That's so And cute. I would just be happy. And so I played oh that for God. myself the other day. I couldn't <laughs> listen to the whole album. I, I couldn't listen to it like it was like oh man this is too much I could play that one song that one song I was like okay that's all I needed oh my gosh that's so funny and that's that's my favorite Christmas memory as a kid the chipmunks what was your fa- first Christmas memory with friends not family okay look I don't know about family like not family because family is like always been in a Christmas mix even when yeah yeah that's with my thing too <laughs> I'm like they're always there always even when it's just friends so when I'm thinking my first one with friends and not family it's not actual Christmas day it's just a Christmas memory so that was the question mm-hmm. um my first one with friends was when I was in college um and this is the one that popped up but I remember I had a student student apartment so we have student housing it was out of the dorms and then it was the first time we decided to decorate because we had a little apartment. Aww. And then they had um, they had a Christmas decoration um, contest, you know. So they would come in from the office and they were they would look at, at um, they would give us prizes for the Christmas um, decorating. 
and my roommate and I and my friend that like my roommate and I were looking at each other and we're like should we do it why the heck not let's try it you know and we're broke uh, uh. we're college students we ain't got no money to deck the halls we ain't got no money for all of that stuff <laughs> so um we made I, we we went to the dollar store and we got cardboard and decorated <laughs> the oh my god I love it. we decorated everything with paper and uh so um made a uh, uh, a 3d cardboard paper like oh, you fancy yeah because i'm extra okay uh like i i don't want to just have a tree pasted on the wall i'm like i'm gonna make a 3d paper one because we don't have a tree so we're gonna make a tree and took the cardboard like the paper and i made we made the 3d and then the thing is we we can't stop there we're like yes have a christmas tree out of paper and put real ornaments on it like the paper is gonna withstand wait no no you didn't you did not do that you did not do that Uh uh-huh we did we put real ornaments on the tree because that was going to work and we made it work it It really sounded like a song there put real ornaments on the tree because oh i thought it was a real song that i didn't know because i'm out of no it just sounded like one this is like listen i just be spitting bars all right i'm a i'm a natural poet and rapper all right put real ornaments on the tree because so yeah it would be decorated everything and then uh, like it still looks empty we want to deck more of the halls with the paper i made elves i made elves elves do you have pictures of this and i i probably can find them and we, because we did take pictures oh my gosh. with our disposable camera <laughs> but well those are coming back in apparently but so we had little elves and they were all punished this was before elf on a shelf okay to be honest that wasn't even a thing just made elves and they were all punished they were in different they were in gao they were in the corners i don't know if you've ever been like a horror but i didn't know how to do anything else so they were like and like every corner they were like like kneeling they were kneeling towards the wall because they were made out of paper so i didn't know how else to do it so they were like on the wall facing the wall because they were I was like, oh, they're they're unpunished. They're thinking of, they're, they're on timeout. They're just thinking about what they did. Oh and it's God. funny they say it's horror thing because because anytime we would go to the bathroom, she would be like scared or jump in the middle of the night because you see the silhouette. You're like, oh my gosh, who is that? Oh, she's <laughs> an elf. I would be scared too. But we won. So whatever. Oh, you won? Congratulations. <laughs> I think I'm just visualizing very uh scary uh christmas time it was scary it was cute <laughs> i'm sure it was it was probably better than a lot of other people <laughs> i mean uh, apparently so because all we did was put paper around the apartment and that was our christmas decoration because we were broke college kids who wanted to celebrate christmas that was funny you know like you said that and then before that you were like yeah like you know family's always in the the, the mix and blah 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 and then i'm like oh Wait, yeah, because with my stories, like, Idalis is in every single one of them, and Idalis is our cousin. <laughs> I'm like, because she went to she's college. Friend. Yeah, she she's my friend. She's my best friend. Like, she went to college with me. We had a dorm together. Like, she was my roommate a couple of times. 
time that I lived um at on the the apartment like right off of campus slash on campus I don't know what you would call that I was with Idalis and Megan and Julia which were my friends and our roommates and um we really wanted a Christmas tree. Like Idalis was like, I have this Christmas tree like at home. And I just think it's so cute and small, but like it's our size and it's because we're short people. It's like, and we could just bring it in and be so cute to have it. We put it up during Thanksgiving break or like right before Thanksgiving break. And then we got in trouble because <laughs> it was a quote unquote fire hazard, even though there were no like, lights on the christmas tree like they had it so they accomplished they, they, they were, <gasps> it was i remember that they were the grinch they were gonna decorate it with like battery powered um like lights and it's gonna be fun and we had You're a trying to plan. keep it to code you didn't we, realize the grinch came and stole christmas from your apartment and it was gone like it was literally gone it might have already like maybe someone was there when they took it away but like from what i remember i remember coming back and it was gone i remember idalis being so pissed off and the thing is she's such a sweet like nice girl like and she was mad and she's like i don't know what to do like i want to get it back it's telling the story to uh to again family because also was there <laughs> um i was telling the story to also and luisito also family and tati <laughs> And what I'm learning like, is you don't have friends outside of the family. I have very few, very yeah. few. So then I was like sitting there and I was like, damn, I don't know what to do. Like, and then like our friend Tyler came in and he was like, I was some everybody. Cause I don't know, he was doing something. And then we were like, hey. And I was telling him about the, like, what's wrong. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. And then he was like, you want to go get it back jokingly like yeah let's get your car go and pretend we're going home take the christmas tree like hide the christmas tree bring it back through the back stairs and take it back into my apartment and so that way they won't know and then he's like yeah are you down let's go bet <laughs> he was like oh yeah you got he you was ready? like bet i got you yeah it's like you ready and i was like what you're serious and he's like yeah let's go so i called Idalis, and she was like okay hey, she... they're ride or die so she's like let's go so then we went and then we got in his car and then like he just put on christmas music as we aggressively drove to to my apartment i said to them i am i am a terrible liar like don't ask me to lie for this and they're like okay you don't have to lie and i was like I can't I told them I can't go into the office because <laughs> I'm going to be laughing the whole time so I'm going to stay in here so they went into the office um mm -hmm. to go get the Christmas tree and then like Idalis was like yeah I'm gonna go home now like it's a Friday I'm gonna go home and they're like okay and they gave her the Christmas tree I'm sorry just you can't have it in the <laughs> in the apartment and she's like okay she takes the Christmas tree she puts it in the back and we literally circle around and we go through the the very very back of the of the apartment complex and then i have my gourd chest like i have like a bunch of of blankets and we just completely cover the little a christmas tree in like blankets and then and then so we get the guys the fact that you are smuggling christmas back into your apartment it was great and then like so then we like 
covered it up right we covered it up all nice and like made it it looked like a dead body it looked like we were just <laughs> carrying a dead body back into the door nobody questioned us they like one guy passed by and then he's like hey and then he just kept walking and then we're like hello and then we went up the stairs and it was like that episode of friends with the couch we couldn't like turn it right it was like so bad pivot. <laughs> pivot. and we made it but then we had a Christmas party. We were great neighbors, by the way. We never made noise. Until the... we decided to have a parranda and party on Christmas. So we didn't have a parranda per se, but we did play music. And like, when I say play music, I mean like we had musicians and stuff. And then we like, we brought us like, someone brought <gasps> us like, switch. By the way, we don't do speakers. We do live music. We did play. do speakers. We did speakers. And then, like, we start playing, uh, like, Mario Kart, and we're screaming, and we're having a good time, like, playing Mario Kart. And then we were all above 21, by the way. We were all above 21. I made gold pizza. I love pizza. all the disclaimers. Well, I it's love true. It. Yeah, we were all above 21, and I made coquito and everything, and um, it was delicious, and everyone was excited. We get a knock at the door, and by the way, we have all of the beverages out. Idalis looks through the little hole and she goes, it's the cops. It's not even like the people who live downstairs. It wasn't like the actual like owner of the building or anything. It was like, it's the cops. Most of the people at the party all screamed at the same time. The Christmas tree. Everybody's worried about the Christmas tree. So we grab the Christmas tree and we shove it in <laughs> We shoved it in. This feels like a Hallmark movie. Like this, this is what this feels like. This feels like, oh no, let's save Christmas because Christmas is bad on a college campus. We're here to stick it to the man and we're going to save Christmas. The Christmas tree into one of the closets and we shove it. It kept coming, it kept coming out. It's like, you can't hide me. Why are you ashamed to be on Christmas? As we're like going, and then like, I think it was also, or someone was like, the drinks <laughs> about to cry. And then, cause like, I don't do anything bad. Like this is, this is probably the worst thing I've done is like. Girl, you need to live more. Nah, this is fun. I like telling this story. Anyway, so the cop, opened the door, told Idales, you guys have to keep it down. And she was like, yeah, thank you, sir. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was a really long story, but like, I, I forgot no, about that. But it's... Oh my gosh. You guys are Christmas rebels. We stole fun. the Christmas back. And I don't think I have that on my list. Like, I didn't think I was going to talk about that, <laughs> but whatever. That's funny. Oh man, was how do how did I find out about Santa being different than what I thought he was? Listen, I, was I grew up with Santa, and Santa is the homie. Like Santa is straight up real. Okay, so let me tell you the story. So how I how our relationship evolved is how I'm gonna say this. Okay, <laughs> um, but no, like I I I believed in in Santa in the way that I was presented as a child uh, for for what people still may consider a long time. It was more of a natural thing because even though there was evidence to show me that my parents, more so my mom, because my dad was, was no help, uh, that my mom and my grandma 
had a lot of a lot to do with the Christmas magic. Um, there was a lot of there was evidence in different points that I saw. Like I would see um, wrapping paper under my mom's bed when I was looking for my shoe, but dismissed it. Like, hmm, that's weird. Oh well. Um, <laughs> The same thing would happen in my grandma's house. I would see wrapping paper in the closet and under her bed when she would tell me to go find her chancla or something or be in a corner, like behind in her closet. Like I would find it, like she would have it in a corner behind stuff, but not really, Wait, like when it was you still s- out there. When right? you say- So I'm like, what, what? When you say, when I was looking for a chancla, did you mean like for her to put on- <laughs> Sometimes to put on and sometimes she would send us to get chunk class to punish one of my cousins or my, my siblings. So it was like, oh, so you were excited. Go get this. I was not excited. I did not like that job because if I didn't get the right one, I would get in trouble. No, sad. Because I would try. I'm like, I don't want to be participant of this. No, this is going sour. So she was like, if I got the like light, skinny little one that wouldn't hurt as much, she would yell at me and send me back there. So that was not the point. Perfect. One. She would yell at me because I was trying to be nice. She's like, no, I need a good one. So I had to go back and get oh. a better one. But anyway, <laughs> we just laugh at our, our trauma. That's fine. Anyways, yeah. but. I would go there to get something that she needed and I would see things and I'm like, dismiss it. I'm like, this is weird, huh? Like, and knowing I'm like, there's no reason for this, but my child brain didn't want to accept it. So I really literally chose to believe in magic. Like it was just, I would dismiss it. I wasn't looking for an answer. I really chose to believe in magic. So I would see these things um, and and I was just like, dismiss it. So what, when I came to an age, I was around, I was already in middle school. Okay. So I was like 11 when I was like oh. starting to, I was starting to be like, well, maybe, maybe it's not real. Like maybe it's not. And I would, and and I started to question more. So like accepting the questions of, I thought like, even though everybody in middle school, was like, I'm not believing everybody and I'm like that's okay I was it was so in my mind that if you didn't believe he didn't come so they didn't believe and I could accept that they didn't believe that was okay because remember we were Puerto Rican so we celebrated three kings day so I was already used to the fact that if I believed they showed up I was in uh like with Americans. So they didn't have three kings. And because they didn't believe, they didn't show up. When I would come and I'd be like, oh my gosh, the three kings brought me this. They're like, what is that? And I'm like, they don't have it. Oh, they don't have it. The three kings didn't come to their house because they don't know about them. They didn't believe in them. So it was a lot easier for me to recognize, okay, you don't believe in Santa, then he's not going to come to you. Because I read that was already my my experience with the three kings. It wasn't Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, like you cannot believe. And that's okay. I respect that. But I continue to believe. I'm just not going to tell you that I continue to believe because I, I got my relationship with Santa Claus. And, um, so I started questioning more at 11, 
more so Santa because it seemed too much. Like Santa was too magical at that point. Like there was too much going on with Santa. He was like shimmying through the chimney. I never had a chimney. How he get in there, right? And like these reindeer, like none of it. And this is how like my brain was like, like none of this is in the Bible. Like this is this is some of this is I, I know Saint Nick Don't was real, that. but none of this is in the Bible. Santa yeah, I'm like, in is, I'm like, but yeah, he's not. I'm like, I know Saint Nick was a person, but all of this extra stuff, this doesn't seem right. But so I was starting to question that, and I was like, I'm gonna see if Santa's real. But then it made me then think of um, the Three Kings. Like I was like, if Santa's not real, are Three Kings real? And I was like, yes. Three kings are real. The three kings are in the Bible and they come on camels and they travel by camel. There's no flying. There's no extra stuff. There's no craziness. There's no like disappearing. They're just three wise men. They're real. So that was my little bartering with myself, with reality. I love this so much. And I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait until, I, I wasn't even worried about Santa anymore. I'm like, Santa, whatever. But this this is how I'm going to prove it to myself. I'm going to stay up and I'm going to see when the three kings put the presents under my bed. I'm going to see it. I'm just going to stay up. I'm going to be in bed. I'm going to see them. I'm going to see when they're coming. I'm going to see it. The problem is I can stay up really late, but once I'm in bed, I could stay up still very, very late, but not as late as my mom. Okay. Cause I slept and then I woke up and I'm like, Damn it, they got here before I could see <laughs> that. Happened to me too. Right? So then what happened is the following year at 12, um, like I just matured. And I was just like, yeah, I know this is not real. Mommy had asked me when I was 11. She's like, you still believe in Santa? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, okay. <laughs> why, would, why would mommy ask me that? Right? I was just like, hmm. But I don't care. I choose to believe in magic. And then when I was 12, she asked me the same thing. Like, I'm going to do you still believe in Santa? You still believe in Santa? And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, good. Cause now you can help me wrap presents. Oh no. That's so funny. I love that she was checking in just to see if she could get a little bit of help. Cause it's a lot. Well, it's different now, but mommy was such a great Santa's helper. Um, she, she created so much magic for us a lot of times by herself. So when we would go to um, church on Christmas Eve and at night, um, she was still rat like she we would go to church and we would do all these things and she was preparing and all these things, and we would go to bed like at already two o'clock in the morning after that service. Wow! And that's when she started wrapping presents, and when she's because she was the only one shopping and she was like my dad was part of the magic but he didn't make the magic he just enjoyed the magic with us he was another yeah. kid. So when she would finish wrapping the presents, not just for her children, but for all of the cousins, like she, she would get presents for all, like the whole family. And that's a lot of gifts. That's a lot of gifts. So when she would, she would, um, finish wrapping and help Santa, um, she, she would say like, once I put the last present under the tree and finally got to bed, you guys would start jumping on my bed talking about santa came santa came like she wouldn't (gasps) sleep no she wouldn't sleep so she was such like it was a lot so of course she was looking for help she did help she did get help from like my grandma because 
on my grandma and my aunt on my on my maternal side because what they would do is they would gather our list and then they would um, split our list so we would get some of our wish list that's smart at our house the rest we would get at grandma's house or at my aunt's house wow, so we always good. like it was really santa was doing amazing work because he was he was listening and left us what we wanted at different places santa was many many women mm-hmm. and continues to be really like it's your mom making so much magic at least in oh, our in our home like my mom grandma yeah. aunt but that's why I'm like Santa is real because it's that spirit of like it's just the the magic it's magical like what what my mom did and my grandma did and my aunt did it's magic and to be able to kind of do that for my brother when he was young and then do it for oh my... you were Santa too well I'm never Santa I'm Santa's helper like Santa is uh, is a different that's how I thing. knew that it wasn't real like, like it's but here, there were so many clues because we would even look at, like, I knew my mom's penmanship and I knew my grandma's penmanship. And I would always ask, mommy, like, how come Santa at your, at, like, our house writes different than Santa at grandma's house? And she's like, because he has different elves who help him. I'm like, hmm. okay, mom, but now Santa has this wrapping paper and then the three kings have the same wrapping paper. Why does Santa have the same wrapping paper as the three kings? Like, <laughs> and she's like, because they share. <laughs> and I then she started that. like, she's like, these kids are too on point. She had to switch up her game. That's I'm so like, why is, why is, why do the three kings have wrapping paper with Santa on them? And she's like, because they're friends. <laughs> I can't. That's so funny. I love that so. But much. there were so many opportunities. I just, I just chose to believe in magic for a long time. But like, I found out because I went to, like, I wanted to show my parents something because they were like locked in the room and they they had like a lock. And I was like knocking on the door and I heard. And they never locked the door unless they're doing something. Music fine it seemed like fun and then sometimes they were listening to Gilberto Santa Rosa and then sometimes they were listening to El Gran Combo and I'm just like over here like I, I want to party go in there it's like I'm pretty sure why they kept it so loud was so I wouldn't hear the clickety clacking and the snipping yeah, the wrestling of the papers. exactly and I guess they sent Luigi to distract me every year because then we would watch our favorite Christmas movies all together in the living room and so I was like, okay, yeah, I got to spend time with my brother, but where's my mom and dad? And then he's mm-hmm. like, they're, they're over there um, doing something important. And I'm like, what are they doing? They're just like, um, he's like, uh, I don't know, like something else. And I was like, but it sounds like fun. So I would always go and knock on the door and they wouldn't answer and say, oh, momentito, or like, ahorita, whatever. And I'm like knocking on the door, like, what the heck? And Luigi's like, oh do you want to watch uh enchanted christmas and then i'd be like yeah so i'd be like running over because i was like oh my gosh we're gonna watch the beauty and the beast he had such a hard job i know and then like one year they didn't they didn't lock it and i didi trini called so i was like i gotta i gotta give this to to mommy so i was on the phone with didi trini and i went la 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 and i went to open the door and it wasn't locked and I just saw mountains of presents for all of the, I, I knew it was already all the cousins, but just to me as a child, I saw a bunch of presents and I saw them wrapping it. And my mom's reaction is the one that made me realize that. She told it, on herself. 
she told mm-hmm. on herself because if she would have just been like whatever because she got presents for everybody so i was like okay so i walked yes. in and I, I i was like oh and then they're like oh um, um, and then they like pushed me out there and i was like and then later on they had like a talk because like you know every time they would go to walmart every time they went to toys r us like when they were leaving they would say we're gonna go to the north pole to talk with santa Vamos a hablar con Santa Claus. yeah that's how mommy would always say Luigi gave me a whole like like overview and he'd be like they're on the Polar Express right now and they're probably drinking hot cocoa and they're almost <laughs> there yeah Luigi was was good at that yeah so then afterwards they freaked out and then my mom tried to save it and was like we're elves <laughs> we're elves we're elves and I just stared at her I'm like am I an elf too because <laughs> you gave birth to me and she goes no we're like Santa's helpers and I'm like will I be Santa's helper one day and she's like yeah oh my gosh your poor mommy <laughs> but yeah okay I, th- I think we practice a lot of that with uh like we realize all those things as adults and we still have those memories as kids they were really doing the best yeah they could but with with like um like my nephew now he's kind of in that space and we're like remembering all the questions we had so he buys he buys wrapping paper for santa because he was like i want to help him so he's just like okay we'll leave we'll leave this wrapping paper out so that way you know santa could use it to wrap your presents if he wants because it's like helping so it's just like it's we try to incorporate those things of like oh why do you why do you have the wrapping well it's the wrapping paper is like it's not even like a like if he finds it, it's like oh well we bought it to help santa because you wanted that one that's right? so um, cute so like i love that so much and those things we changed we changed our handwriting because i was <gasps> too savvy and i was like wait a minute santa's writing is just like grandma's handwriting so santa's cool it. oh i'm excited for christmas i like I'm glad that we did this because I was like, usually as an adult, it takes a little bit more magic uh, when you're creating magic. So I'm glad that we did this because this is really, really fun. What was, what is your gratitude? What are you grateful for? I am grateful for, oh man, I'm grateful for Christmas and spending the time together as a family, uh, going to like going to mass on Christmas day together. Mm. I'm so thankful Mm -hmm. that Jesus has such a fun birthday. I'm just thankful. (laughs) I am thankful for Coquito and Parrandas. Yes! <laughs> Coquito! I'm so excited. That's so good. Yes. We hope you guys have a really, really, really enjoyable Christmas, or Hanukkah, um, other holidays. holidays that you celebrate because this is a really enjoyable time. And mm-hmm. I hope that there's magic. Honestly, Yay. because we give so much and this is a time where a lot of cultures a lot of practices a lot of religions we talk about giving but i also hope that you practice the gift of receiving yeah (laughs) because you you deserve to receive we all deserve to receive, and it's receiving love receiving peace receiving joy receiving laughter receiving unity um i wish you the gift of receiving so we're really grateful that you are here And we are here with you.